Thank you for joining today's podcast with AOE President Kimberly Kaler and Customer Success Manager Kyle Hubby from Feather as they go over all the latest trends for digital marketing. Let's turn it over to Kimberly and Kyle to get started. So welcome, I'm Kimberly Kaler, president of AOE, and I am sitting down today for this fireside chat with Kyle Hubby. He's the customer success manager for Feather, and that's a great title for him as Kyle has been instrumental in our customer success as we've launched the Feather platform. So Kyle, thank you for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So we'll dive right in. I think the first question it would be if maybe you can just tell a little bit about what Feather is, give an introduction to those of us that are joining today. Yeah, absolutely. So Feather is marketing technology for associations and trade organizations. Uh, right now, Feather mainly works with associations and we have about 15 of the Fortune FTSE 200 companies. Uh, we ran about 90,000 campaigns for 28,000 clients last year, uh, and we are all doing this in the programmatic space. Awesome. Well, I'm sure we'll dive in and dissect what all of that means. So thank you for that. Um, for everyone to know, AOE has been working with Feather this year, and it's been a great asset and tool for us in terms of our social media marketing and digital advertising. Kyle, as we go into 2023, what are some trends that... Um, that, that our audiences need to be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, right now, for, if you're a marketer, I would say biggest trends right now as a marketer are uh, expected revenue growth. Uh, that's not just for marketers, that's uh, across all industries. Uh, and CMOs are actually redefining success to match those company goals. So when we think about trends in marketing, I think we're no, we're doing this digitally. I'm coming to you digitally, so it should be no surprise that the trend is moving uh, in that direction. Uh, things that are specifically coming up for us are around uh, influencer marketing, and this isn't the Kim Kardashian uh, introducing you to her detox team. This is your advisory boards and your board of directors getting uh, beautifully designed co-branded digital assets such as uh, landing pages or banner ads or email templates that they get to post to their social networks, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, if uh, wherever they are engaging their audiences and they get to, to distribute that. And that is a form of influencer marketing because as soon as one of their audience members engages with their content, it's all trackable, it's measurable, and you have visibility into that. Uh, that's a very warm audience. So if you to look to that audience in the future for event promotion, for engagement, uh, online materials, uh, it's a great way to uh, not only satisfy and delight our, our partners, but also engage a new audience. And that's where a lot of the growth is happening uh, because we need to reach more people. We need to get the word out there. And the best way to do that and the most cost efficient way to do that is through uh, online channels. Fantastic answer. I never thought about it that way in terms of, you know, our, our board members, our leadership being those influencers too, and, and using that title for them. That's, that's apropos. You mentioned cost at the end of your um, answer there. What are people spending right now online? I, I don't expect you to give like, you know, hard numbers, but are what is there a percentage increase we see going into the next year? Do you have any sort of feel in terms of 
how an organization should try and budget for these tactics? Yes. Uh, budgeting is one of the most important factors because budget in many ways helps you set expectations around goals. Uh, and so when we're thinking about budgeting, there's a lot of competition for people's attention right now. Uh, and one of the trends that flows into budget is omni-channel, right? Uh, maximizing all the different channels that you have to reach your audience. Some of them cost, some of them are free. Uh, the influencer marketing that they're posting on social, that's of no cost to you. It's just designing the assets uh, and then engaging the audience. But if we're thinking about use cases such as membership or attendee acquisition for a conference or a trade show or the online materials, uh, there are certainly ways to think about how much you should spend to hit your success metrics or your desired success metrics. For attendee acquisition, uh, we can look at it on a monthly basis. We can look at it on a total project. But for a trade show or conference, if we think about six months worth of marketing as a best practice or four to six months, uh, you're going to want to budget about $1,000 a month in ad spend. And when I'm saying ad spend, whether you do that with Feather or a different tool, there's plenty of tools out there to help you do this. Uh, we're talking about a, not just a multi-channel, but a multi-campaign, multi-touch approach. So we have one of the easiest to implement campaign types would be a card abandonment campaign. I think everyone has seen this. You go to Amazon, you put a pair of shoes in your cart, you don't buy it. Your next day you're on your favorite website, CNN, uh, ESPN, and that same pair of shoes is now following you around, encouraging you to come back and complete the action that you didn't take. Well, that's card abandonment campaign and it works incredibly well. Uh, it's easy to implement and it's a part of a greater campaign plan. And it's when we think of budgeting, that campaign on its own, this might be getting too granular, but that's one of six to 10 campaigns. And that's what's making up the average $1,000 per month, I would say. Now, I'm not sure if that's getting too specific, um, but you'll have to tell me. No, that that that's actually really helpful. So thank you for that. And that's a great, great way for us all to understand because we all have had our Amazon potential purchases follow us around. So helps us understand how we actually see this in, in life every day. Can you talk a little bit about geofencing? I know there's a lot of interest in it and it can be confusing, like how that works. How do you how do you retarget from that respect? Yeah, absolutely. So you, uh, as you as an uh, association, you as a trade organization have two options. You can engage a node audience, which is people visiting your website, and that's where the retargeting campaigns come into play. Uh, or you need to uh, grow your audience and reach a cold audience and build brand awareness. Uh, we use tools like geofencing, search keyword, lookalike campaigns. So with geofencing, it's really great because you can drop a pin on a map and reach what is normally a hard to access audience. So the best way to think about this is uh, World of Concrete is coming up as an event I know about. and uh, But World of Concrete wants to grow their attendance this year. So a great way for them to begin doing that in advance is to find an event that's similar to World of Concrete, maybe it happened two months ago, and you drop a pin on a map and you serve digital ads to everyone that is attending that trade show. A common one that everyone, location that everyone might know would be the Javits Center in New York. So imagine everyone walking around with their mobile devices for three days and you are pushing ads to their mobile devices and that's geofencing. The great news about that is 
you've accessed an audience that's very targeted. And after they've left, you have now an opportunity to engage an audience that you never had access to before. Awesome. Fantastic. And great example with World of Concrete, because I know that's something top of mind for a lot of our clients. Talk to me about email and smart sense, because I know that's also part of this. So, you know, email's not dead. We know that that's still at least, well, tell me, I'm told that that it's still a trend and it's still something that's working very effectively. Email's fantastic uh, and will continue to work really well. We're all very comfortable with it. Uh, we know how to use it and it's quite effective. Um uh, what one of the trends as we move into 2023 is that omni-channel approach. And it's, it's really using email in combination with, or to complement your other efforts. And maybe you're doing social, or maybe you're doing certain programmatic ads using a tool like Feather. So when you send an email, everybody wants better engagement. Well, open rates are, they are, they're gonna fluctuate and maybe they're 30% open rate, maybe they're less, uh, but you want better engagement. So you send somebody an email to promote an event and uh, they open the email. Well, how powerful would it be uh, to have it automated? They open the email and click on and go to your event site. Now they're receiving a targeted ad in addition to the email that you sent. That is, uh, Auto send, meaning it's it's very linear. They've opened the email and then they go to the website. Well, smart send works in reverse. Now they're on the website and they're clicking around attendee registration uh, links. And once they leave, you smart send is going to trigger an email to go to that person if you have their email addresses uh, uploaded uh, or known in that sense. So now we have multiple touch points that are communicating together and marketers, association marketers bemoan these systems because they don't communicate together. Mm -hmm. But now you have the opportunity to run your email campaigns alongside your programmatic campaigns and both are engaging your audience. I, I, I love that example because it truly shows how integrated the Feather product is and it truly creates integrated marketing, which was the buzz term a couple of years ago, but I don't think we were truly integrated at this point. This, this is, we were, patch mealing things together at that point. So this is great. Um, what advice do you have for an association um, marketing executive, maybe, or a membership director that would like to start using these tools and they need to figure out a way to sell their leadership, maybe sell their board? Any advice on how to break this down and, and sell this? The first step to growth is I would say changing the mindset because we all want to grow, but in order to do that, there has to be a mindset shift and the mindset shift is programmatic. And really at this stage, programmatic, I say programmatic, and this is just ad retargeting. If we're not doing ad retargeting or some type of uh, digital engagement, we are being left behind. So I, not every part of what Feather does is the good fit for every organization. Sure. Um, I think the first step is to winning a board or uh, a leadership team is having an open and honest conversation around uh, strategic plans and and how this could complement those things. It's a, uh, yes. <laughs> Well, I, I like that you you brought the strategy part of it because I find sometimes in these discussions, we saw it when people started doing social media at onset, 
they forgot the strategy that why are we doing this? What are we trying to accomplish? Who's our audience? So many just dove in because their competitor had social media. So we needed to have it. And you just created the reminder of that link that's so important. Um, Are there any misconceptions that you'd love to use this chance to clear up in terms of social media, marketing, digital marketing? Yeah, um, I think misconceptions are around the biggest one that I see is this being a one one star or a a transactional piece of what you do. Programmatic is going to become part of the culture, the DNA. It's not something that you turn on once and if it doesn't work, then you abandon it. I think that's a pretty common misconception for people new to ad retargeting in general. Uh, There is a lot to be learned through programmatic and that's, we all say we're data driven. Uh, Well, within the data, we learn what messaging works with our audience. We learn what ads resonate with our audience. We now have artificial intelligence telling us when we should update ads because they are no longer having the sparkle that we wanted them to have. Hmm. I think that the misconception is, uh, or the miss that I see most often is not seeing it all the way through. And uh, that I would say that would be probably one of the biggest. Okay, awesome. So for those of you that are watching or listening, we actually will upload a Feather demonstration and some additional information. They are our partner in all things digital advertising. We're super excited to work with them and happy to spend some time with all of you to showcase how may it work for your organization. So with that, visit aoeteam.com. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope this session provides value and we hope you will join us for our next podcast. For more information about AOE, please visit our website at www.aoeteam.com.